When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another Zero Ducks Given Daily during this England versus India test series. And ye have little faith. I've said from day one that England are going to win the series 5-0 and I've seen nothing to change my mind. Admittedly, yesterday's episode was a little bit darker and gloomier than, than maybe <laughs> I would have liked. But here we are back celebrating a magnificent day of English test cricket. So if you missed it, England took the final four wickets they needed pretty quickly in the end and managed to get India all out for 436. It's worth mentioning that they were 436 for seven, eight, nine, ten. Joe Root bowled beautifully, by the way, 29 overs, four for 79. And uh, he made Tom Hartley look worse, which is a bit unfair. Tom Hartley didn't have the best test debut, bowled 25 overs, two for 131. But now Tom Hartley's selection looks even more insane because Joe Root bowled beautifully. This is still a man of a test bowling average of about 45. So let's not think that Joe Root is Ashwin for a second. But he's definitely improved a lot as a spinner over the last few years, and he was magnificent. And then England were 45 for one when Zach Crawley went, but then 113 for two, and then 163 for five. And we thought, well, valiant effort, fair play. But Ben Folks was magnificent for his 34 before he got a ball that he could have done nothing about that kept horribly low. And Ollie Pope was absolutely unbelievable. He finishes the night 148 not out. I said on the first episode of this, this dailies, we need to talk about Ollie Pope at number three. And and we do need to talk about him. I was right. Daniel Norcross is a sorry <laughs> man. Um, I, you know, I never doubted him. I've had utmost faith in him from day one. An unbelievable player, and I, I for one, have never questioned him. Well, indeed. And, you know, I just want to say this to everybody out there. You know, I love to say, I told you so. The boy is a is a beautiful, silken genius. And I've seen him do it for Surrey so many times. And everyone goes, oh, it's at the Oval. Oh, they're county bowlers. Oh, all this kind of, you know, nonsense. Um, we've seen it in moments, haven't we? We've seen glimmers of it. We saw that incredible 100 against South Africa with a wonderful reverse scoops a little bit a la root really people have compared him to ian bell all that kind of stuff but i i was trepidatious I, i'll be honest with you i thought a tour to india on turning pitches against the best spinners in the world is going to test anybody especially somebody like ollie pope who tinkers so much and worries it seems and spends a lot of time thinking about his technique you think back to that Ashes series, the disastrous one, the last one out in Australia, and how he just kept on getting further and further over to off stump and just perhaps slightly overthinking it. Then thought, well, he's only had those two test matches and hasn't played any cricket at all going into this series. So everything was set up for everybody to have their eye on him. But you could hear in the post-match interview with Joe Root the delight everybody has in this because they see him in the nets, they play against him on the county circuit, they know how good he is. He's absolutely tremendous. And when he's 
compact and in. I think of all England's players that I've ever watched, when Ollie Pope is in, he looks impossible to stop. He did get a life playing that reverse sweep and should have been caught by Aksha Patel. But, you know, it's, he's very assured once he gets past 40, 50 balls and he's very, very comfortably busy. You know, there were 17 fours and 148. There were a lot of singles, a lot of twos, a lot of manipulation of the of the field. I heard Joe Root actually did an interview with him a few years back when he described captaining against Ollie Pope at the Oval and saying he was tearing his hair out in the county game because wherever he put the field, Pope went in the other direction and it just became virtually impossible to bowl at him, even with, you know, a, a good a good attack that Yorkshire had on that day. And he, he proved it today. I, mean, I suppose the worry for England is that the pitch hasn't ragged the way it was supposed to. So bowling fourth will be theoretically an advantage. But the fact that Pope and folks looked pretty comfortable, you'd have to say, um, there weren't that many balls that misbehaved. You mentioned the one uh, that actually Patel bowled to folks, and that, that was horrible. I haven't seen quite enough of that truly to believe that Leach... Hartley, Root and Rayan Ahmed are going to do the business. But just a word for Jasprit Bumrah. You know, Siraj is in that side. He came, he was the fifth bowler used, bowled three overs. Bumrah shouldn't be being able to get anything out of that pitch. And yet, the ball he bowled to get rid of Duckett. Oh, it's just gorgeous. It made the noise on the stump like like Simon Jones's one to Michael Clark back in 2005. It's, it's when you have the, the sound of the ball hitting the stump followed immediately by the sound of the stump hitting the ground so you get a dunk mm. is always the most satisfying noise I'd imagine for any fast bowler in the world and that's exactly what happened with yeah. the ducky one I mean the fact is if you look at the history of test cricket batting fourth mentally as well as technically because pitches do tend to deteriorate is very tricky England lead India by 126 with four wickets remaining I thought Rian Ahmed looked very very compact and I want to talk about his batting in just a sec but England have got a serious chance of winning this test match. Weird. I don't want to say it out loud, but I just did. It's too late. I felt like <laughs> close came at a terrible time for Ollie Pope. I know he had that life, but that was the only reverse sweep he got wrong all day. He played this reverse scoop that is one of the best cricket oh. shots I've ever seen in my entire life. The ball, I think originally he went to go and play a sort of paddle sweep, but then he realised the ball was a bit more down leg side than it what than he was hoping. So he adjusted to sort of flick it over the wicketkeeper's head and it went for four directly behind it. It was an unbelievable cricket shot and you just felt like closer play came at a much better time for India than it did for England. Um, and you just pray from an English perspective that Ollie Pope can pick up where he left off tomorrow morning because he was unbelievable. It's the best innings I've seen him play by a long way. And he's played some good innings, by the way. But he was ridiculous today it was it was basball at its absolute finest it was intelligent attacking cricket but I want to talk about Rian Ahmed who's got a massive role to play tomorrow because let's be honest we need we need India chasing something that begins with a two tomorrow I'd Definitely. say that, that, Definitely. that's what we need right so we need to get some runs from our tail and realistically Rian Ahmed is our best chance although you know Hartley played well and uh Mark Wood can have a flash and Ollie Pope obviously we've still got there um but Rian Ahmed so you know, you see those memes sometimes on Twitter where it's like, I wonder what he's thinking about. And it's a woman lying in bed looking at her husband saying, I wonder what he's thinking about. Well, if Pippa lied in bed next to me yesterday and said, I wonder what he's thinking about. I was thinking about Rian Ahmed's batting a lot <laughs> yesterday. 
Uh, because I was thinking about the fact that he's a leg spinner. Obviously, he's very young, so he's got lots of improving to do. But the, the reason that leg spinners struggle to get picked, especially in the Red Bull stuff, is because it's difficult for them to land a lot of balls in a row in a good place. And he bowled okay. But his best chance of being a regular in this England side is becoming not a number eight, but a number six. He needs to average, Ooh. I think, sort of 40, late 30s, 40 to get in this English side. I think he's going to struggle to always get in just as a bowler because very English of us, we like little slow left armers, a little off spinners who can hold down an end and go at sort of 2.85 and over. And that tends to be what we go for. I think his best chance of being playing 130 test matches is being a sort of number six who gets in the team for his batting anyway. So I think this is a massive innings for him tomorrow. This is a really good chance for him to show how much he's improved with the bat. It is. I mean, there's a new ball available in three overs should they choose to take it, which you imagine they probably will. And look, he did. He came out at Karachi when Ben Stokes had decided in an act of complete madness that he wanted to chase 180 that night, even though there were only going to be about 18 overs available. And Ollie Pope didn't come out at three. I think Stokes did. And then Rehan Ahmed came out to flash it around. It didn't work, but it's a measure of the the ice cold blood that runs in that boy's veins. He seems to have absolutely no fear of the situation, which He's is 19. obviously what Basball loves. Yeah. He's I mean it's 19. absurd. It's ridiculous. He just doesn't give a toss. And and his brother, his brother is 15 and tearing it up at the under 19s, bowling off spinners, beautiful off spinners. He bowled he bowled terrifically in a losing cause against the West Indies yeah, yesterday in the under 19 World Cup. So there's some serious game, talent. It was a good game. There's some serious talent in that family. I, I, look, it's mad because I don't really believe it, but it is possible. If they add another 50, those two. Hartley, we know, isn't isn't a mug with a bat. I mean, he struck quite nice 20-odd off 23 balls in the first innings. Pope's got to get back in again. He's got to somehow pick up. Very, It doesn't happen that often, does it, when someone comes in 148, not out, and keeps going. But it, it is possible. And if they get up, as you say, to anything over... 200 the problem is still i mean look if the if the pitch deteriorates the way it showed the occasional signs of england have got an outside chance and if india perhaps attempt to be aggressive in taking on the challenge and lose a couple of wickets early then they're in with a chance as well and but if we open batting, with bloody joe root against joe Swan instead with, of tom hartley <laughs> open with joe root please i mean yeah excuse me i do get we talked about this yesterday. I totally get where Stokes is coming from with his yeah. management of Hartley. I totally understand it. But surely now, having seen that, and, and I think actually Stokes is less tricksy in the second innings. He tends to do what the match situation dictates. So I'm hoping we're going to see Root with the new ball. It could go horribly wrong, of course, but he looks like the man for the left-handers. And as you said yesterday, he looks like England's best spinner on that surface because he bowls quick, he's tall, he wangs it into the surface and he gets actual purchase in a way that the the other spinners haven't been getting so wouldn't it be bizarre wouldn't it be bizarre if at the end of this series we're talking about not root as england's leading run scorer but england's leading wicket taker and i don't think that's impossible at the moment i don't think it's impossible at all i think he's 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 he's, he's by all accounts he's worked hard on his bowling in the nets a lot and um I think we've underbowled him a bit the last couple of years. Mm. I look, I look, I look back as I often do at this Ashes series this summer, and as Moen Ali did a, a very capable job. But did we need Moen Ali? Could we have played enough? Could we have played another batsman? Could we have done something 
outrageous. I, I don't know anymore. Well, I tell you, the, the, the composition of the team has, will surely change for the next test. And they'll find it difficult because they won't want to drop Hartley after this game because it sends a bad signal to him. But by the same token, it, the route has proved that you don't need four spinners because he is a genuine yeah. frontline option. So they're only going to yeah. need three. And if Leach is okay, there's talk of a, a bit of a knee injury, which has hampered him slightly. Might have explained why, as we were discussing the other day, he had so many short spells, didn't bowl yeah. long spells. If Leach can hold up okay, then they'd go in with three, wouldn't they? And it would it would be Rayan Ahmed because he gives them that that point of difference with the leg breaks. They'd have the slow bat. left arm at yeah. and he can bat. And you, then you've got the offy, which then brings another player. But as you say... Does it have to be a bowler? I think it probably would be. I think it'd be Anderson it or Robinson. It probably would be, but you could look at Dan Lawrence or somebody, couldn't you, in theory? Well, um, you could. I mean, Dan Lawrence you gives you that that fourth spinner, if you're oh, so keen exactly. to have And he's got a fucking mental bowling action, which is always insane. fun to watch. Yeah. Absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't get um, my yeah, head quite around what say, he's doing. I mean, it shows you 24 hours is a long time in cricket because I'm feeling quite positive here. I was thinking about the bowling attack for the next game. And if Wood's okay to play it, and he's not done a lot wrong, but um, it's been a pretty difficult pitch to bowl on. Or Boomer, like you say, has made it look different than every other seamer. Um, but he's an absolute freak. But you've got Leach taking it away from the bat one way, Root taking it away from the bat the other way, and a bit of, you know, mystery and majesty from Rian Ahmed, plus two seamers. I quite like the look of that. If, if you gave me a, a Wood and Atkinson in the next test, I quite like the look of that. Anyway, we're getting carried away. Let's win this one first. Um, anyway, yeah. it was nice to see you, darling. And, um, and I'm you. knocking around. I'm I'm uh, I'm knocking around tomorrow, so we'll get another one of these out. But also, it's your turn to plea for people to vote for us. Voting oh, yes. closes tomorrow, Sunday, at the time of recording. So please vote today. Don't leave it till tomorrow. Because if you're anything like me, like don't get me wrong, if I was a listener, I wouldn't have voted for us. Not because mm. I don't think we deserve it, which we don't, but more because I'm lazy and I would sit there listening to this and going, "Oh, I do like this podcast, actually." but I can't be asked to vote. That's exactly what I would do. So please be a better human than me, essentially. And also be a better human than me because I've tried to vote and I can't quite work out how to make it happen. <laughs> so I clicked on that link and it and it just befuddled me. But I believe for, for people who are less technophobically minded, it's mm. quite easy. So look, just for the giggles of it, can you imagine the shivers that would go through the cricketing broadcasting spine if oh, yeah. a bunch of halfwits like us took the title of best cricket podcast i mean it would it would it would send a rocket up cricket media wouldn't it do you know we had that they we had that report last year about how cricket is very in and elitist and we are the antidote to that sure we're free middle class white men that's an issue but we are anti-establishment. We're everything that big cricket doesn't want from a yes. podcast good point good point <laughs> let's, Deep let's cricket. stick it to big cricket yeah yeah, the deep cricket <laughs> industrial complex will be infuriated. And and if you're listening to this, then you want you want them to be utterly befuddled. And yes. also, if we can do it, who knows what you could be doing this time next year? You could start your own entirely chaotic podcast. Exactly. A, a bit like Donald Trump's whole campaign at the minute. If they can come for us, then they can come for you mm. as well. OK, if we don't win this, it's because big cricket came to us and definitely not because our podcast isn't as good as some of the other podcasts on the list. So tell people how they vote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on our Twitter at Zero Ducks Pod. 
We've got the link saved at the top of our Twitter account, and we've also got it on Instagram as well. There's a link somewhere on Instagram, somewhere, something. Do you know what I'll do? I'll put out a post on our Instagram story right now where you can vote for us as well. So there's no excuse not to vote for us. And remember, don't stop and think about whether we actually deserve to win. Vote and then think about what you've done. I couldn't put it better myself. See you tomorrow, Dad. See ya. Podcast Network.